If you are a journal lover, don't skip this. This episode is brought to you by the Cast Your Cares Guided Journal. Cast Your Cares is a guided journal for Christian women who are seeking to build confidence, fight anxiety, and stop overthinking using the Word of God. If you've been feeling like your thoughts have been all over the place and you've really been wanting to build the habit of consistent time with God, this is the perfect tool for you. To see the Cast Your Cares journal for yourself and what's included, you can click the link in the show notes. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having an amazing week. It is summertime, and I am happy about it. Nothing feels better than just looking outside, opening up your window, or feeling that warm air coming through with the sun beaming on your skin. It's just no better feeling. Um, first, I want to apologize for last week's episode. I definitely thought I had one scheduled and it did not go out. So I completely apologize about that. I pray that you guys show me some grace as we have been going for almost two years without missing a Wednesday episode. So again, thank you to everyone who listens and supports the show. I appreciate every last one of you. Um, I'm actually coming back from a digital detox and a much, much needed vacation, okay? You don't realize how tired and burnt out you can be until you get a moment to just sit still and have nothing going on in your brain. Um, I actually haven't taken a vacation in a long time, a vacation like this. And I decided that when I went, I wasn't going to purchase the Wi-Fi package or get on social media or talk to anyone. I was just going to be in the moment. And when I tell you, it was so necessary. I've been sharing on the podcast about how I've just been experiencing a lot of spiritual warfare. I'm in a season of testing and really just Learning to trust God in a whole new level. And I really believe that the best way to do that is to disconnect from everything around you and really just tap into what God is saying to you. And this is something that we should be doing on a regular basis, but especially during times of testing, because what I've learned um, when your faith is tested, what happens is the enemy will try to silence you. You have so many thoughts that are going through your mind and your reality is not matching up with what God said. And so the default response to overwhelm is silence. And that's so dangerous to be silent during a time of testing because the the real authority comes from your voice, right? Like God has given us authority to speak over our circumstances, um, speak faith and speak and come into alignment with the word that he spoke to us, but we have to speak to activate it. And what I learned as I was disconnecting and just being still, I learned that somewhere along my testing process, I stopped speaking. And at first I thought it was a strategy where I was like, okay, if I don't have anything good to say, I won't say anything at all. But in the kingdom, we have to speak over our circumstances. We have to speak against the obstacles that are coming towards us. We have to speak against the lies that the enemy tries to feed us about who God is. 
And last week I posted an episode, I believe it was called God Cares About Your Worries. And that was coming from a season of my life where I felt like the enemy was trying to convince me that because my circumstances didn't look like what God said, that he didn't care about me or what I was going through. And that's such a dangerous place to be in is to be convinced that God does not care. Because if you believe that God does not care, then you will no longer speak to your circumstances. You will no longer fight back. And so I want to share this scripture with you guys that the Lord had given me to really anchor me in who he is. And I didn't share it in that last episode because that was a replay, but it was still on time. But the scripture is Matthew 10, verse 30 through 31, and it's in the Passion Translation. And it says, so don't worry for your father in heaven cares deeply about even the smallest detail of your life. Something about that particular translation that hit me was that emphasis on the smallest detail. I don't know about you guys, but in this season that I was in, I felt like God only cared about certain things. It wasn't that I felt like God didn't care about me. It was just more so I was believing the lie that he didn't care about the things that the small things that I was worried about. It's kind of hard to put it, but I felt like when it came to certain areas of my life, I would see the hand of God move. But when it came to these like tiny things that really just kind of sometimes clouded my thoughts, I was like, oh, you know, God isn't worried about those things. But in reality, like I think right before the scripture, it talks about um, how God knows the number of hairs on your head. And so we serve a very, very detailed God. And there's areas of our lives that we may see, we may think that they are insignificant to God, but in reality, he has every part of us in mind, every single detail, every desire, even the things that seem small to us, he has them in mind. And sometimes it takes us to just kind of disconnect from everything in life and really just recenter our focus back on the Lord before we can be reminded of who he is. Um, because again, during times of testing, you can get so distracted by everything the enemy is trying to throw at you and you forget to, you forget who God is. You, you forget his character. You forget his nature. You forget how he moves. And sometimes that discouragement and the distractions and the comparison, just so much noise can take over. But as I'm in this process and I, begin to speak and I begin to pray and let off even the things that I feel like are small in my life. And I was praying for encouragement and God sent me that scripture. It was such a reminder that he hears me. And one of the names that I love um, from God is he's called El Roy, the God who sees me. And I feel like you really have to anchor yourself in that because I'm telling you some seasons of your life will look like God do you do you still see me? Like, do you remember what you said to me? And I feel like this whole time, the Lord, this time where I have been like digital detoxing, which I feel like has been for like the past few weeks, but more so in that past week where I was kind of cutting out everything. God was reminding me of the importance of the words that he gives me. That like when you are feeling discouraged and the Lord speaks something to you or he reminds you of what he said he will do. It's not to annoy you or to state the obvious, but it's literally to remind you that the word is the evidence of what God will do. 
right? Like sometimes, I don't know, this is just me, but sometimes you know how like you're waiting on something and somebody is trying to encourage you, but the words that they are speaking sound so obvious to you. So instead of getting, you know, encouraged, you get annoyed because you're like, okay, I already know that. But when God is speaking a word to you or when God is reminding you of what he said he would do, The purpose is to reaffirm and anchor you back in that word. Because again, God does not waste words. He speaks a word because he already has fulfilled it, but he's bringing you into awareness of what is already done. And so I've had to learn during this season of testing that God speaks from a finished place. And when the word is spoken to me, I have to come into agreement with it. I have to stand on that word. And I feel like in previous seasons, I've gotten so discouraged that I really kind of wanted to discard the words and the promises that God's given me because it seemed like they were not coming to pass. But now I understand that the word is the thing that reaffirms me in what God is doing. When he speaks that word back to me, no matter how many times he has to do it, it's just a reminder of what is already being done behind the scenes. And that word should give me the faith to stand and to speak that word, right? Faith comes by hearing. So when you hear that word, you're supposed to speak life over. You're supposed to speak the word, find the scriptures that come into alignment with it. You're supposed to fight. And so for anyone who has felt like they has just lost their fight, maybe you're growing numb and you're like, you know what? I've been, I've been standing on this. I've been fasting. I've been praying. Don't let go of that word. That word is the evidence of what God is already doing. He's not speaking to you something that he will do. He's speaking to you something that is already done and it's just in process. It's literally already yours. And I feel like that's something that I didn't understand before. I thought that it was something that I had to kind of uh, do something to bring to pass, but God was just letting me know what he was already doing. So whatever he's speaking to you, don't let that word go. That word is what you need to hold on to. It does not matter what it looks like. Do not allow the enemy to discourage you out of that word. The word is coming from a finished place. God does not speak without having already moved. He does not speak without already having something provided. And trust me, this is not one of those motivational things where I'm just trying to speak. I am in this season where I am fighting for the word that God has given me, the several words, and I will see the fulfillment of it because I have a revelation of what that word means. It's already mine. And the words that God has spoken over you, they they are yours, right? God is a covenant keeping God. He is a promise keeping God. His word cannot return back to him void. It even says in the scriptures, it says that just as the rain comes down from the earth to water the seed, and it does not not come back to the heavens without producing what it is that God said it would do. The same thing is with his word. When he sends out his word, it will not return to him without fully accomplishing every single thing that he said it would do. And so open your mouth, open your mouth and speak, speak until you see that thing. I don't care if nothing has changed. That is something I had to learn because sometimes I'll get to this point. I'll be like, okay, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm standing on it. And then if I don't see anything after I feel like is enough time, I let go. But two, I really feel God saying, do not let go of this word. Fight, speak, 
open up your mouth, let your praise come out. I was in the car. This was like right before my trip when just like, it just seemed like all mayhem broke loose. And I was just so frustrated. And I began to speak over myself. I was like, I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord, just as David did, right? I encouraged myself and I started praying and I I got angry in my prayers because I was like, no, Lord, you spoke this to me and I don't care what it looks like. And sometimes you have to get so aggressive in prayer and remind yourself of what God said. And I began to decree and declare according to the word that God had already spoken to me. And I saw breakthrough, like in an area where I cannot take credit for what God did. And I'll share my testimony um, a little bit later as I'm released to do so. But there was nothing that I could do to get myself out of the situation. And I saw God supernaturally move on my behalf. And I'm telling you, like, it was such an increase in my faith because I was getting to a point where I was like, God, you know what? I don't know what else to do. I was getting so tired. And I, I saw the Lord in the way that he encouraged me and it just reminded me of who he is. And so I didn't plan to just kind of go on this ramble um, for this episode, but I just, I'm, I'm speaking to anybody who just feels like they have just had enough and they cannot take any more. Hold on to that word that God has given you. He didn't speak it lightly. Hebrews 11 and 1 talks about how faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. There is a reason that faith comes by hearing and not seeing, right? When God spoke the thing to you, that was the evidence that it was already going to happen. And so the faith part comes in by standing on what you heard and coming into agreement with it by speaking life over it. Again, you had to have heard that word to have something to stand on. The word is the evidence. The fact that God spoke it means it's going to happen. And it doesn't matter how long it's taking. It doesn't matter what your circumstance looks like. It is going to, it has to. The only way it's not going to happen is if you let go of the word, right? And that's why the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants you to let go of that word because it's it's the evidence, right? If you look at all the champions of faith, they held on to the word. It doesn't mean that they didn't have moments where they got discouraged and they doubted. It means that they always came back to that place where they allowed God to root them in not only what he said, but who he was, who he is. And again, so for us, remind yourself of who God is. Remind, put that word that he spoke over you in front of you and demand it because it is it was spoken over you. It's not about, I, I used to think that having faith and being contentment, just kind of waiting around um, and just sitting silently and, you know, just allowing things to happen. But no, it is a war. You are warring for the word that God gave to you. And warring means to stand on it by scripture. In those moments where doubt is coming to you, you remind yourself of what was already spoken and it has to come forth. Now you aren't in control of the timing. You aren't in control of the how, but you are in control of what you allow to come out of your mouth. And so don't allow the enemy to stifle your praise. Praise the Lord, even when it hurts, praise him. You you praise God because he is good. You don't praise him for, for how he moves or what your circumstance looks like. You praise him because he is worthy of praise outside of everything. 
outside of what he can do, outside of the promises, he alone is worthy of praise. And I feel like that is something that has really helped me in this season. And so I hope that this this ramble has been helpful for you. I pray that the Lord will encourage you. I pray that you will regain your fight back, that you will begin to to speak over your circumstances. And I pray that the fruit of your words will be in alignment with what God is doing. I know you're tired. I know you're probably scared and confused and frustrated, but I pray that you will not lose sight of God in this process. We serve such a good God. He is so faithful even when we are not. When we make decisions that cause delay and when we disobey and all those things, His grace and His mercy overwhelms us. He is beyond good. Even the things that we thought were dead, He will resurrect. He will reroute to make sure that you get where you're supposed to be. He is so merciful and please do not forget that in your waiting. I really encourage you to take a digital detox, get offline, get away from all the noise and get back in your father's presence. Even if you've been there and you feel like you've been just kind of disconnected and going through the motions, allow some music to play. Build yourself up in, in your in your holy faith by praying in the spirit. Just sit silently with God and allow him to speak to you. He desires to give you what he promised just as much as you desire, even more. Like he he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you. So I just pray encouragement over you. And I pray uh, your faith will rise and that you will be reminded that it's already yours. Some resources that I want to leave with you guys are number one, it's a song called Evidence by Naomi Rain. It's such a beautiful song. I recommend you let that play over and over and over again and really listen, maybe even read the lyrics as the song is playing. And the other resource is a sermon. It's called Faith for Miracles by Stephanie E.K. When I tell you uh, the way she broke this down was just amazing. She talks about the difference between information and revelation and what is really needed for miracles to come to pass in your life. And just it was so practical. Like you just walked away with such a deeper understanding of what it really means to walk and to live by faith. And it was definitely encouraging for me and gave a lot of practical strategy. So I highly recommend those two resources and I will leave them in the show notes. Well, this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you have been encouraged. If you found this episode helpful, definitely send the link to a friend and I will talk to you guys on the next one.